Hey, dear listener, Anthony here. Before we hop into the show, I wanted to let you know about an incredible new resource we just released, The Five Rules of Investing. Dan and I are huge advocates of modeling the behaviors of the people who have done what you hope to do. And who better to model when it comes to investing than legendary investors like Warren Buffett, Howard Marks, and Ray Dalio? This free ebook breaks down the simple time-tested strategies of billionaire real estate investors that you can use to take your investing to the next level. So head over to InvictusMultifamily.com and grab your ebook today. All right, now let's hop into the show. Hello and welcome to Multifamily Investing Made Simple. This is the podcast where we take the complexity out of real estate investing so that you can get started today. I'm your host, Anthony Vecino of Invictus Capital, joined as always by Dan. Did that man next to me just grab his chest, Kruger? Uh, no, I didn't. I was trying to look at the time. No, I was grabbing my chest. Oh. Yeah, I cupped myself. Okay. Yeah, affectionately. Was, you didn't notice that. I didn't notice yeah, that. You were lost I'm glad in... I missed it. Bang. For those of you watching on YouTube... Rewind. I'm You'll sorry. see. Mm-hmm. I, I got a good feel of myself there. You know now um, that if you don't want to see that, you should just listen to the audio. Just listen. Audio. You're probably better off. ITunes, so. All right. So guys and gals today, uh, we're going to be talking about how to get around the minimum investment amount mm. on a syndication. So one of the big drawbacks, one of the big difficulties of a syndication is that because of the administrative fees and how popular these things are, they tend to have a fairly high minimum investment amount. Usually it's $50,000. I've seen it upwards of 200, 500,000. That's a big hurdle to reach for a lot of people who aren't just sitting on $50,000 liquid cash underneath their bed, right? So the question is like, how do I get into a deal if I don't have $50,000 just sitting there? So Dan, do you got any advice for me? I want to subvert the minimum standard. I want to get into this deal, but I only got $22,000. What do I do? 22. 22. Uh, back door. You got to go in the back door so no one sees you come in. Just Ski mask. Right yeah. Just throw your money on the desk and then run out. You got to move fast. You got to you got to get low and you got to go. F- no. Yeah. A lot of zigging, a lot of zagging. <laughs> Uh, no, this is a common question, especially for people who are new to investing and they're doing their first deal. Um, typically, you know, people who are on the younger side, say late twenties, early thirties, just doing your first deal. Um, 50 K is probably going to feel substantial, right? You might have a hundred or so in the 401k and this is kind of like pretty big chunk of your nest egg. Uh, and you're not feeling comfortable putting all that into one deal or you just don't have it. You know, you only have $22,000. I got 22. What do I do? 22. I got 22. Such an inconvenient amount. Anyways, hmm. uh, very common issue. Not a problem at all. Uh, one of the most common things that people will do to get around this is they'll partner up with a buddy. Uh, this could be a coworker, a family friend, a dad, brother, sister, whatever. Somebody that you know that wants to go in on a deal like this with you. What you can do in this situation is you and Joe Schmo. I don't know why I'm using Whoa. that name today. All right. All right. I literally don't know anybody named Joe Schmo, so Billie I can't. Jean. Have, oh, I know Billy Jean. Jean. Yeah. yeah. So you've got twenty two thousand dollars. Billy Jean has the rest. And of just that. for clarity, she is not my lover. Oh. Okay. Just wanted to be clear. Okay. Keep going. All right. So Billy Jean's bringing some money. You've got your money, and together you've got fifty thousand dollars. What you can do is you can form uh, an LLC and uh, a little mini partnership. It could just be Anthony and Billy LLC. Right. Mm-hmm. That's your that's your little entity that you form. 
And uh, now that you've got that and you've got a tax ID number, um, you go to the uh, syndicator that you want to work with and say, hey, we're going to be coming in through Anthony and Billy LLC. Uh, we're going to be investing $50,000. And the the split that you guys have on your side doesn't really matter to the syndicator. They've got one investment coming in from one entity and it's $50,000 and that checks the box. And that uh, structure could be anything you want on your side. It could be 99% Anthony and 1% Billy. It could be... Whatever, Whatever you want it to be. Um, but that's a really common uh, way for people to uh, come into one investment together. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had people ask if their buddy can just give them $25,000 and then uh, let's just say Billy uh, gave Anthony $25,000, Anthony had $25,000, then Anthony comes in with $50,000 to invest for both of them. Not going to work because uh, all that's going to be happening under Anthony's. Mm-hmm. It's my money. Anthony's social security number. He's going to get the tax bill. Actually, it doesn't work out too bad for Billy. Well, actually, Billy has. I mean, if you're going to give me twenty five thousand dollars, like I'm pretty sure that's a taxable event right there. So I don't yeah, know about assuming you tell the IRS. That's fair. You better um, tell the IRS. Wink, yeah, you wink. can't. You can't be willy nilly about it. You can't just be like, oh, I'm bringing in this. He's bringing that. We're going to come in. Mm-hmm. You got to actually clear. You got to memorialize it in an entity. Very simple to do in Minnesota. Costs about one hundred and fifty dollars to register an LLC with the state, and then you go to the uh, IRS to get your EIN number for free, and then you open up a checking account for that, and you're, Easy you're done. Um, but then on the flip side of that, we've had a lot of people ask us, "Do I need to open an LLC?" To yeah. Invest? Well, not even should I? Is, yeah, are there any I, tax benefits? To. Is there any legal benefits? And like, here, here's my disclaimer is one, Dan and I are not your legal representative or your tax advisor. We don't even play one on TV. They won't let us on TV anymore. So take what we say with a grain of salt and understand that what we're about to share is from our many conversations that we've had with legal uh, legal beagles and entertainment tax, purposes, tax will peoples. It's Generally, like... The the feedback that we've received is that there is no additional legal shielding or benefits to investing your personally into one of these entities through an LLC. There's also no tax benefit. It all just flows back through to you just as it normally would anyway. So no, there's really no reason to do it. I suppose you could if you really wanted to, but I just don't know why you would. Yeah, I think the confusion probably comes from people – who have heard somebody talking about investing in real estate and doing it through an LLC. But what they probably heard was somebody talking about how to invest by yourself with your own money and cover your own assets. Yes, you definitely do that. So you don't want to, let's just say Anthony wants to go invest in a duplex. He doesn't want to necessarily go and buy that duplex in his name uh, because anyone that rents there or anyone that wants to find out who owns the place can very easily look up the records and find, oh, Anthony Vecino owns this property. Mm -hmm. If you go in through an LLC and you have a registered agent on there, you provide yourself a little bit more anonymity uh, with that respect. But if you're investing in a syndication, that that LLC layer is already there. And so bringing another one into the equation doesn't do anything. It just... I mean, it gives the state a little bit of money. So yeah, you get you get exactly the same amount of legal protection afforded to you. Having two two LLCs not super helpful. It's like um, I don't even have a good analogy. I was going to say it's like using a book as like your bulletproof vest. It's not very helpful. So taking two books isn't going to help. But actually, I think two books would help. And so my analogy is falling apart. Anyways, doesn't really matter. I would say don't bother. 
setting up your LLC, unless you don't have enough to hit that minimum and you want to get into a deal. Uh, that's really the only way I see it making a ton of sense. So I'm trying to think of an analogy too. I couldn't, I tried really hard guys. I, I dug deep. I came up with nothing. I came up with a weird book bulletproof analogy. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think, I, I think I got one. Okay, here we go. I don't, I don't know. He lost I, it. I, I you, you had a snow. you had a bulletproof book vest analogy too, didn't you? No, I was going to do something <laughs> with snow and yeah, just, uh, yeah. nothing. It's yeah, it's probably not even worth trying. I give up. So that's going to do it for us, guys. Um, if you only have twenty two thousand dollars and you want to get into a deal where it has a fifty dollars fifty thousand dollar minimum, then you could pool your resources with a buddy or Bucko, some guy on the street, uh, to create an LLC. Now you're going to want to talk to your operator they might have some nuances, some rules. Like they might have a thing where they're like, no, so the, the caveat here too is probably like, uh, we need to know that other person who's coming into the deal, right? Like if they're not accredited investor, there's probably, I want to know who I'm getting into bed with. And so you can't just bring somebody I don't know into the deal. So there's a caveat for you. Go talk to your operators. This might be a way for you to get into a deal. It could just be that you're not very liquid right now. Maybe you already invested all your money is into other deal. And you saw another one come up and you're like, I want to invest in that. I just don't have that much. I got 22. So there's, there's your solution. So we're going to see you in the next episode. I'm working on my accent right now. It's not very good. If you could do me a favor, go over to iTunes and let me know just how bad the accent is, but how good the content of this episode was. What accent is that? I don't even know. I just started talking and it came out. I, I don't speak good. I'm sorry. <laughs> now you know alright guys that'll do it for us we'll see you in the next episode peace bye Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Multifamily Investing Made Simple. If you enjoyed the show, could you do us a massive favor? Head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. Your feedback, it means the world to us as it helps us grow and spread the word about multifamily investing. And don't forget, sharing is caring. So fire this episode over to any friends or family who you think could benefit from learning all about multifamily investing. Thanks, guys. We appreciate every single one of you, and we'll see you on the next show.